0: You want to learn how to get healthy, perform at your best, and create body composition changes that last? This podcast, we're going to talk about all things fitness, nutrition, health, and mindset. You're going to learn how to create real results, and most importantly, how to maintain those results in the long run. I'm Johan Festers.
1: I'm Christine Ndali.
0: And you're listening to Talking Nutrition. So two. What's up guys?
1: What's up? <laughs> I was laughing. This just popped, this just oh, yeah. popped into my head. So when me and Johan were in our mentorship together, we would have like <laughs> we'd have like live calls where everyone would be on it. And uh there was this guy and he was like in the gym moving around and like the, the video was moving around and I would message Johan on the side and I'm be like, C-6. I'm gonna puke from C6 and we would be trying so hard not to laugh on the video.
0: You know, I thought of that last time when we uh when you mentioned like we you we were in the same mentorship. I I thought of that exact moment too. <laughs> oh shit, like the camera was, was going so everywhere. Funny. Like up and down and like sideways I know I'm like, like- I'm
1: gonna puke <laughs> I'm like, why can't we just <laughs> shut off your video? Just turn
0: it off, like put it back on, you know? Oh, I love it.
1: I feel like everyone on the video would have been thinking the same Probably, thing. Probably,
0: but we are just the ones that were actually laughing.
1: <sighs> yeah.
0: Anyway, welcome back, guys. Episode
1: two. Yeah, let's, welcome uh, back. let's get
0: into it. All right, so today we're going to talk about fat loss versus weight loss, the importance of strength training, and the effect that it has on muscle building, body composition but even fat loss as well. And lastly, if we have more time, we'll touch on fat loss maintenance too. And basically how you can not just lose weight, but also keep it off.
1: Yeah, our our goal is to have these episodes around 30 minutes. We both decided that that's a good amount of time. Uh, I know myself when I'm looking at podcasts, I'm looking for like the 30 minute, 45 minute ones. You know, so... We wanna do that here, but we also have issues with going on tangents. So
0: <laughs> there's I feel that. like if we don't cap it at um, thirty minutes, we're both just gonna rattle on and
1: mm-hmm.
0: end up talking about yeah. too many different topics, yeah, you know. So it. we'll just we'll just do mm-hmm. short ones, 30 minute and I agree too. Like when I look for episodes, I'll see like the two hour one. I'm like, fuck, I kinda wanna listen to it, you know?
1: I know. I know Same. I'm gonna
0: learn a lot, but yeah. I don't have two hours right now. So you mm-hmm. know.
1: Same, same. Um, And then I'm like, well, I could break it up. But then I'm like, no. Where's the 30 minute one? Where's the
0: 30 minute one? (laughs) So here we go. 30 minute one. About fat loss versus weight loss. You want to start it off?
1: Sure. I myself, I actually make this mistake often with wording it correctly. Like when I'm talking to people or like I'm posting on social media, I will say, weight loss instead of fat loss. Like you want to lose weight if you want to lose weight, but we are looking for fat loss, not weight loss. There's, there's a difference there. When we're talking weight loss, that is talking about total body weight. Like it can include uh, water, muscle, and fat. Whereas fat loss is strictly fat mass, like body fat percentage. So that's the difference between the two. Um, How do you tell if you're actually losing body fat versus weight loss or water essentially or muscle? Um, There's kind of different ways you can tell. I mean, you could get into like the, the calipers, you could get like the DEXA scans, but some pretty obvious ones are if you lose very quickly and a lot, very quickly, a lot of that's going to be water weight. We know that. So like starting like something like keto, right? You're going to lose a lot of water weight. So that's weight loss versus fat loss, right? Um, With fat loss, you can tell by, you know, pictures give a good indication, right? Um, But the progress over time and looking at your weight averaging over weeks versus daily or months, the average of your week or average of your month versus daily uh, fluctuations.
0: How do you do that with your clients? Like personally, I do weekly averages for weights and we do bi-weekly measurements and just, you know, pictures like monthly, basically.
1: Same thing. I ask them, to either weigh in three times a week at a minimum or every single day. And then we have a tracker where it averages out that weight. And then we also have like a big picture tracker, essentially where we can see over the month.
0: And another good point to bring up is maybe menstrual cycle, right? At least if you're not on birth control, then it's probably a good idea to not even compare week to week, but go back a full month because there's so many changes throughout the cycle you might compare week one to week two or three and have a completely just wrong vision of like whether you're making progress or not, right? That can already be right. an issue sometimes of feeling like, you know, you're maybe bloated, whatever. And this can just basically make it a little more realistic, right? Because if there's changes in hormones, right. you might look different, like literally hold on to more water. So that's why we want mm-hmm. to zoom out, not look like day-to-day or in this case, maybe even week-to-week, but really look at the overall overall, Trends, like long-term. I agree with that.
1: Yeah. An example of that, actually client check-in today. Uh, we're in a deficit. We're nearing the end of the deficit. And she went up in weight this week and she's in, there was some higher weigh-ins um, than normal. And this is why coaches who are listening, it's really important to track a woman's menstrual cycle, what week they're in and the symptoms they're having specifically what we, I mean, the symptoms are important. Both of them are important, but the week is important because it enables you to tell what is happening. So for example, this client was in, in week three. So she's probably ovulating around here somewhere, right? She's kind of crossing that follicular phase into the luteal phase around Ovulation, you'll see a spike. You can see a spike in weight. And so she had like a three, two, I think it's two or three pound spike. I'm like, well, I think we're ovulating here probably. And I do track ovulation with some clients. Um, And then you see it come back down. And now she's crossing into her literal phase or it's a little bit higher weights. So it's like, you know, women really get caught up in the weight um and we have to be careful of that because there's just so many fluctuations happening that have absolutely nothing yeah. to do with fat
0: actually not even just women like of course that has a, a big impact you know But men too now I'm, yeah. I'm thinking of one of my check-ins this week and so i have a guy he's losing weight and his weight was pretty like it was trending down still the last two three weeks but it was very slow i actually calculated it it was about like 20, sorry, 0.2% or something, which is on the slow end. So I told him, hey, yeah. possibly next time we might uh, lower your calories because we want to speed up the process. And we'll get to the rates in a sec. But let's give it another week. And guess what happened? He lost like a kilo and a half or something all of a sudden. So it was yeah. really slow. Yeah, and I all see of that a sudden, the time. Forward, just straight yeah. back down. You no. Know?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, little mm-hmm. tip if you're losing weight, Try not to rush it. Try not to cut calories even more if you have one week or maybe even two where it slows down. Because there's many ways of making progress that might even go into muscle building, actually losing fat, and it doesn't yeah. always show on the skill.
1: Yeah, fat loss is yeah. not linear. Never. You'll have weeks where weight yeah. might go up, might go down, might All stay the, the same. But again, it's roses All in good. the background here we with got her. A third host. Uh, uh, with her like squeaky so i thought i heard that I'm, i need to take it over she's she's <laughs> trying to now she's trying to play with me rose come here come here, come here. go in there okay intermission intermission, intermission. Cool. she's i locked her in my cool. room Um, so yeah, I mean, weight loss is, is not linear, right? So we can't forget that, but with, when it comes to weight loss and fat loss, they're not the same. Like I said, weight loss can be coming from water muscle, which we don't want and fat and fat is purely body fat percentage. Then you mentioned here, fast weight loss, it's usually a higher risk of weight rebound and also ending up with like that skinny fat potentially if there's not muscle yep. being built underneath
0: that's a typical yo-yo dieting results basically right mm-hmm. honestly i kind of hate the word skinny fat because i think it sounds very nasty you know
1: it like, does i know i, I try to avoid same. using it but it's
0: but it's like that's the term like i mean it kind of yeah, is you know, what like, it is i hate yeah. it though. like i don't like using that word but at least that way listeners mm-hmm. do know what we mean right what happens, I know a lot of people want to lose weight. We're not just going to talk about weight loss and stuff on this podcast, but it's pretty common, you know? Mm-hmm. A lot of people want to lose weight. Yeah. They think, hey, I see that I need to cut calories, usually super low, or they try something like keto, or whatever, or any of the other crazy things that are out there these days. But like, they try to lose weight really fast. What often happens, not all the time, but what often happens is to lose muscle mass too. Probably water weight and a whole bunch, you know, works, whatever. But then you get to a point where it's simply not sustainable. A couple of things here. Your hunger is through the roof. Your mm-hmm. fat store mechanisms are actually improved at this point for survival. And your metabolism has slowed down. So you're burning fewer calories now. Usually it goes like this. People lose weight really fast. lose muscle. Then rebound. And that fast weight gain leads to gaining a bunch of body fat, but not really any additional muscle or maybe a little but. <laughs> Right. So what happens right. is you might end up at the same weight, but actually fatter because you have less muscle mass. So how do we avoid that? What's a good rate?
1: Usually like 0. 0.5 to 1%, I would say. I mean, again, it, it, really it depends. depends. True.
0: Yeah. I like going for the 1% depending on the person. Mm-hmm. And I also don't really want anyone listening thinking like, Oh, it has to be like a, a percent because reality is it's usually not going to be 1%. Yeah, I know.
1: I, I actually, yeah, I, I, I personally don't like talking about that. the rates because it's so dependent. I've seen people's weight stay within a couple pounds and their body composition totally. completely change. Right. And so people can get a yep. wrong impression of like, if they're going, Oh my gosh, I'm going too slow. Um, And it just depends. Like, there's times where, you know, I have clients doing, you know, a steeper, quicker deficit. The rate's going to be hot, quicker. You know, I have clients doing a longer, like a prolonged deficit. Rate's going to be a little bit slower. Just totally depends. And we we are going to do a whole podcast on this. We have to.
0: I feel like we're already like not going to make it to the fat loss maintenance today. But like, (laughs) but yeah, that's okay. Talking like fat loss versus weight loss is. Reminds me of a client who I started working with recently. She said, you know, I tried the 1,000 calorie diets, you know, 1,200 calories, or even lower than a 1,000 at some point, and didn't manage to lose weight. So obviously, I wasn't going to just cut calories, you know? So at first I first said, hey, you know what? Let's bring protein up, you know. We addressed her, you know, basic habits, basically. All we did was increase calories. We actually put her at maintenance. We increased protein. Guess what happens? Weight was the exact same for weeks, but the centimeters, especially around the waist, you just kept going down and down and down. And she messaged me. She's like, I don't know what's going on. (laughs) You know, like I've never experienced Mm -hmm. this. Like I've been struggling to lose weight. But now all of a sudden, like I'm eating more, but I'm losing centimeters.
1: So a lot of the time with that, with someone in yo-yo dieting, who's been doing that for a long time, what happens is like... They'll be eating like 1,200 calories and then they'll have like 4,000 calorie days, right? And so, again, their weekly average is actually higher than 1,200 calories. Plus, people under report massively, you know, what they're actually eating. And so, when they hire someone and we're increasing calories and they're more consistent, their average is actually now lower. And so, they start to lose weight. It can be things like, increased energy expenditure from like neat they're moving more they have more energy coming in um and sometimes it is like the body's just responding from a stress standpoint better to higher calories than lower calories um but there's different reasons why that happens but a lot of the time when someone's yo-yo dieting it's they're actually averaging more than 1200 calories they think they're eating that amount but they're actually not
0: that's something i hear a lot too where it's like i've tried everything Right? Mm-hmm. I've tried these diets mm-hmm. and maybe.
1: It's like, well, have you tried consistency?
0: Have <laughs> you ever tried <laughs> eating enough? <laughs> no, it's it's true though. Like yeah. we Yeah. There's so much focus on like dieting and dieting and dieting. It's like, hey, actually, the more time you spend not dieting, the better your results are gonna be in the long run. And I've mm-hmm. you know, especially this time of year, I don't have a lot of people dieting because they go on vacations, etc. It's still it's personal. Hey, I do also have people in a weight loss phase mm-hmm. because that's their main goal. Yeah, it's a I do priority. Too. There's nothing wrong with it. But this time at maintenance is super valuable, right? You need to get used to eating more. You need to get used to eating enough, giving your body a break, and almost like earning that trust again, you know, to maybe go into a fat loss phase because your body's pretty smart. And if you're not going to work with it, it's going to work against you. Your body cares about
1: two things, survival and reproduction. That's it. Nothing else. Right.
0: Not your six pack. (laughs) No.
1: Um, Okay. So let's move into the importance of strength training for fat loss.
0: I feel like most people, when they think weight loss, they think doing cardio. Like I have to go running.
1: Fat loss. Sorry. Fat loss. Fat loss. You said weight loss. (laughs) (laughs)
0: shit okay fat loss you're right but usually when people think about that it's like hey i gotta run i gotta run a marathon you know seeing people go from like not working out to i want to run a marathon
1: so a lot of the time when people are wanting to lose fat they think that they need to be incorporating a bunch of cardio because they think that's going to burn a bunch of calories they're not wrong in that cardio burns a lot of calories. It does. The problem is is like, yeah, it burns a lot of calories when doing so. But when we focus on strength training, we're building muscle, right? Or maintaining muscle. And when we maintain or we build muscle, that has a direct impact on our metabolism. Okay. So The more muscle you have on the body, usually, the more calories, I guess you'd say, you're going to burn at rest, right? So cardio, when we're looking or training in general, when we're looking at energy expenditure, how much you burn in a day, exercise activity takes up about 5% of that, Um, whereas your basal metabolic rate takes up... About 70%. It's like the biggest part. And your muscle mass plays into your basal metabolic rate, right? So, yes, you will burn calories in your exercise through cardio, but if you focus on building muscle and maintaining that muscle, you're going to burn more at rest, which is going to take up the biggest portion of your energy expenditure for the day, right? It's not that you can't do cardio. I do cardio, I love it which I can't believe I'm saying because I used to hate it. Um, But the appropriate amount is really important. And we have to remember that our body adapts very quickly to cardio. So you're going to have to keep increasing, 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 increasing the amount you're doing or how fast you're doing it. You know, different types of cardio um, versus strength training where you can progressively overload that or I mean, progress with it um, much easier. Right. Um, and then, sorry, I'm going on a tangent here, but I have a lot to say about this. (laughs) Um, when it comes to cardio, we have to remember that cardio will make us more hungry usually. Right. So when we're in a fat loss phase, not something that's going to be the easiest if you're adding more hunger on top of already being hungry from being in a calorie deficit so again it comes down to the dose of how much you're doing um but majority of it in our opinion should come from strength training um and it just it's due to keeping metabolism up right hunger those type of things so you're burning more at rest And also, like in the calorie deficit, you want to preserve muscle. You're in a catabolic state, so it can be easier to lose muscle. If you're strength training, if you're eating enough protein, those things are going to help maintain that muscle in the deficit, which is going to help keep metabolism up.
0: Yeah, Look at it this way, too. Like, cardio basically makes you more efficient with fewer calories. Strength training, putting on muscle, actually makes you more inefficient. It's going to help you burn More calories. And that's actually what you want in that case.
1: Yeah, it's like a reverse diet. When we want that body to adapt up to the calories that we're increasing, we need to pull back on cardio, right? Because, or else the body's not going to adapt up. You're going to be just, you're going to be burning those calories. Just that's just another example.
0: And I think just thinking long term, right? Thinking long term, thinking body composition, which for most people is at least part of the goal. Uh, thinking, longevity, metabolism, it's going to be huge because it's going to help you maintain your results at like a a good amount of food, right? Because a lot of people think I need to lower my food intake to lose weight. But then I must be eating this little to maintain it too. That's not the case, you know? So instead, we want to bring you back up and having more muscle is going to be a good thing for your maintenance calories. The amount of calories that you need to maintain your weight. We should not be in a deficit. You want to go in and you want to go out again. The thinking long term, like I said, having more muscle on your body is gonna make you look more lean. And that's something you wrote down. Like you'll often hear like you know lean muscle or toned, right? But there's not really such thing. Muscle is always lean, and you can be a higher or a lower fat percentage. And these are two factors that really play a huge role in body composition. So we don't want to just think fat loss. We want to think muscle gain as well. And how do we do that? By actually eating enough, eating protein, training, lifting weights. And where cardio comes in, it's, it's going to help you. It's going to support your weightlifting. And that's maybe the, the best way to look at it. You want to mostly do strength training, in our opinion, you know, and then supplement that with cardio. Because that's actually going to make you recover better, even in between sets. So it's huge. And I'm going to admit that I've been a little guilty of maybe bringing up the downsides of cardio for fat loss more than the benefits.
1: I used because I do
0: recommend cardio for everyone, unless you're like injured. No, but like we should be doing cardio. It's huge for health,
1: cardiovascular
0: health. It's so important. So important. So we definitely should be doing it. But we just shouldn't be overlying on cardio for fat loss.
1: Yeah. And a lot of people, like in the nutrition industry in general, they go to the extreme and they just do too much. Like for me, for example, I'm doing about an hour a week and I break it up. So 30 minutes, 30 minutes. Um, And it's it's great. Like it's going to be different. For different people. It's hard for us to give you an exact amount, um, but that's a good amount. Like an hour a week, that's a good amount. Um, that's not too much, right? I think that pretty much sums up what we wanted to talk about with strength training and fat loss. Yeah, so the toned look comes from you building muscle by eating enough in strength training and eventually losing body fat. So it's muscle minus body fat equals toned, right? A lot of women, they don't want to strength train or lift heavy because they think they're going to get bulky. And I've said this a million times, most women are under eating. And so it's extremely hard for them in general to put on muscle if they're under eating in that case too it takes years you to know, get to that i just point. spent a
0: year bulking like <laughs> it's so years difficult.
1: and years and years of consistency at high calorie intakes and lifting heavy weights it sounds great
0: you know like oh i can eat a bunch of food but it's it's pretty hard you know you're going to have to be
1: It can get hard. super oh, yeah. patient. Yeah. It
0: takes ages. Like if you, I mean, let's say like if you're an experienced lifter, right? If you have been doing this for a while, it's going to take a long time because it's going to, like you said, it's going to take months, maybe even over a year to put on an you're actual- at, You're
1: closer to your yeah, upper limit.
0: Like to, to build an actual mm-hmm. solid amount of muscle that you will see basically, mm-hmm. right? In my opinion, and what I see a lot- is that it's often more difficult in the long run to stick to than fat loss. Because with fat loss, you can see quicker results. With muscle gain, and this is for another time maybe, but with muscle gain, we are going to gain some body fat. We can mitigate how much, but you are going to gain that. And it sucks because you literally watch yourself get bigger. You're eating a whole bunch of food. You're losing definition. So you're thinking, I'm just getting fatter. It's really difficult, but that's what it's going to take. That's what yes. it's going to take, you know?
1: I, I tell my clients, I'm like, listen, it really is. I'm like, listen, bodybuilders do this to, in order for them to get super lean. They spend time eating a lot more and they put on body fat and they respond 10 times better when they go to lose body fat because of that. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. It sucks. But it's worth it in the end, if done correctly. If done
0: That's correctly, not correct. yeah, <laughs> totally. But it is it is difficult. But it's also going to set you up for the best results. So depending, once again, it's always a depends, and it's going to be different for everyone. But generally, if you want to lose, let's say, some body weight, you know, strength training and possibly putting on some muscle first might be a good option, or at least spending time eating enough. Because think about this too, right? Uh, And now we're talking more about muscle and fat loss. But when the body is putting on muscle, it's actually doing something that costs a lot of energy to build it, first of all, but then to maintain it. So why would your body think in a deficit, right, where you're not eating enough, where it's thinking about survival and, you know, procreation, why wouldn't it even think like, hey, you know what? What's a great idea? Let's burn more calories by... You know building more of this like expensive tissue it doesn't make sense yeah so if you think long term if you think body composition spend time eating enough build muscle lift weights do cardio to supplement it because cardio is amazing don't get me wrong and you're going to be much better off. thank you for listening if you want to help us grow the show please make sure to leave us a five-star rating or share this episode on your instagram stories Now, if at any point you feel like you need more help, you can always reach out to Christine or myself directly via any of the links in our show notes because we're here to help. Thanks again, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.